Hey friends, coming hot off of the Automate Everything episode, want to talk about Alpine's documentation markdown and how all that plumbing works, kind of along the same lines of automating everything. Although this is a process that I have automated for other things like the Livewire docs, but I decided to um, try a different technique for specific reasons, and we'll get to that. So, well, one of the big productivity tricks that I have found, something that I'm doing a lot of setting off on the right foot um, for Alpine. I want, I mean, that's just my whole process over time is learning these small things about myself and my own workflow and honing it and improving it over time. And there's lots of things that now that I'm starting almost fresh with Alpine, I have a, re, a renewed sense of newness, uh, get off on the right foot-ness, whatever. So yeah, so documentation is one of those things. I told you that the documentation, the markdown files for all the documentation for Alpine is in the main Alpine repository now. So the, the Alpine repository is a monorepo. It has all of Alpine's core and its plugins and extra stuff like the documentation all contained within it. And the biggest reason for this is I found that I am not good at managing many repositories. Um, and I found that with Alpine is I managed a bunch of like, well, a few plugins of Alpine V2 and I ended up never really paying attention to them because they were in separate repositories. They were like out of sight, out of mind. You know, they weren't in the main repositories that I'm, you know, active in every day. So they just got crusty. And so with Livewire's docs, it's the same, or with Livewire, it's sort of the same thing. I'm mostly in the Livewire repository and I only occasionally go over to the documentation repository and merge all the pull requests. Um, Cause some, sometimes, whatever, it's just, yeah. So I've, I realized that, okay. And it's funny because it, there was, this seems kind of obvious as I'm saying it and like lackluster, but I remember the point where I was like, what if I put all the documentation markdown directly in the Alpine repo? That would be crazy. Can I do that? Is that like legal? But it's amazing because now when people make docs edits, they go right in line with my normal pull request workflow. I open up the repo and now anything that's added to the, you know, whatever. And I've talked about all the other benefits, like you could you could pull request a feature and its documentation in the same PR, um, which I think is pretty awesome. So let's talk about the actual plumbing for the docs. First, I'll explain how Laravel does it, or sorry, how Liveware does it, which I think is actually how Laravel does it. I'm pretty sure we stole Laravel's little bash script to update the documentation. So there's the documentation website, which is a Laravel app, and that's private. And then there's the Markdown repository, which is just a pile of Markdown files that's public that you can update and whatever. And this is sort of the same thing with Laravel and a lot of um, projects follow the same pattern. And it makes it really easy for people to contribute to the documentation because you don't even have to pull down anything locally. You can edit these Markdown files right in GitHub and create a pull request just with your mouse. So it makes it pretty accessible. So Markdown in, yeah, so you start with this Markdown repo same thing that Laravel does. And then for Livewire, when I go to actually deploy the documentation, there's a little script that runs. It's a bash script that basically checks out that repository, that documentation repository, um, or clones that repository in a folder inside the Laravel app and does like a git pull and make sure that it's all up to date. And then, um, and that's that. And so it just kind of keeps that folder. I think it's git ignored you know? Um, so yeah, I forget the actual plumbing of that, but that's basically how it works. It's pretty manual and straightforward. Uh, but with this, that's actually very difficult to do because it's, it turns out, I thought like, oh, this will be easy. I'll make some script that get 
clones or something, the Alpine Docs repo. Well, because it's not in a separate repo, it's in the main repo and it's in a subfolder, this is very difficult to do. You have to get into git sub somethings. It's not simple. You can't just like, you can't use a git command and pull down a folder from a repository very easily. I was extremely surprised how difficult that is. So it just seemed like a world of pain and I tried a bunch of different things and what I ended up landing on was, okay, what if I literally make the documentation an NPM package and tag releases? It's an NPM package and now I can just NPM install it as a, as a dependency in my package.json and so it'll be in my node modules folder and then I can do a sim link from my node modules folder, from that folder inside node modules, the Alpine docs folder, I can do a sim link into literally like the resources views directory of my Laravel app. Like, so then it'll render all great and everything on, on the front end, but you're really just accessing a sim link of my node modules directory. And when I want to update the documentation, all I have to do is update NPM's dependencies and it'll find a new version and it'll re-download the new version and then it'll be all sim linked already. So we'll be good to go. So I was pretty pumped about this, um, and I think it's pretty clean. Yeah, I mean, there's not a, like a whole lot to report, I guess, besides that. Maybe one interesting thing is, I was like, how do I version this? So let's say that Alpine itself, like, like I mentioned, is on 3.0.6. So what do I do for the documentation? Well, I can't just like tag the same release over and over again when I want to update the docs, and I'm not going to push all of Alpine up a version just to change the documentation. So I kind of dug into, um, what are they called? Like pre-release suffixes or something? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen an NPM package that has the version like x.x.x hyphen alpha or beta or rc or something and then dot one or two or whatever. So a lot of packages do this to make pre-releases. So it'll be like three dot. So let's say right now it's 3.0.6 for Alpine. If I want to, you know, experiment with something dangerous, or new and make it not official, but still tag it for people to pull down. I could do 3.0.7 hyphen alpha. And then let's say I wanted to update alpha, I could do alpha.1 and then alpha.2 and alpha.3. And then when it's ready for beta, I could do hyphen beta.1.2.3. And semantic versioning has all this documentation about this. And turns out there is nothing significant about alpha, beta, RC or anything. Those are, they just happen to be in alphabetical order. So that's which ones get prioritized. So betas are considered farther down in, or like, you know, a later version than an alpha just because B comes after A. And so you could, alpha and beta mean nothing. You could write any word you want there and NPM will allow it. So I decided to call it revision. So document, so the doc, the version of the Alpine docs is 3.0.0 six or it's exactly mirroring the alpine version but it has hyphen revision and it starts at dot one and then when i want to make an update to the documentation i tag revision dot two you know i bump up that dot after revision and yeah so then i can actually tag like a new release of the docs and not have to have that question of oh is this going to be um Ver is, is the version going to exactly match Alpine or is maybe just the major and minor version going to match? And then the, the pat, you know, patches will be just the bumps. So I'm super happy with this. It's working great. And, uh, because I was droning on about my other automation stuff, I'll let you know that. So now if I update document, I realize this is something that's going to get old is 
when I update the documentation, having to publish a new release of the docs with this version bump, this revision tag bump. So now I type npm run update docs locally, and it will bump the revision number by one, and it will publish that release, and it will also um, fire off the hook, the Laravel Forge hook to deploy the docs. It'll wait a little bit to let the npm like new publish kind of propagate a second. Then it will fire off the deploy hook and automatically deploy on Laravel Forge. So I can just type one command whenever I want to update the docs and it will handle everything, which is awesome. And then the other command I was telling you about last time, the npm run uh, release, or yeah, when I release a new version of Alpine, it will automatically go inside the documentation package.json and update the version, but append the hyphen revision dot one so that we start back at the first revision for that version of Alpine. So I don't know, these are all the little annoying things that like just build up. Um, and I've just decided to really zoom in on them and solve everything as best as I possibly can. And so that we're setting off on the right foot. I just got all the Cypress um, tests running in CI and GitHub Actions, which is a whole other story about how I had to fix that and whatever. And yeah, but you know, everything's automated and I want everything to be in tip top shape so that I can focus on the things that matter most and keep, um, keep the noise kind of out of my, my windshield. Is that, I think I mixed a few metaphors there. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's that. That's what I've been jamming on. Um, I guess we'll end this episode with 20 seconds to spare. So go enjoy the rest of your 20 seconds. Talk to you later.